you have to be mindful as well when you're creating your your goals and your outcomes in particular with your goals is that you need to build those in the same framework you would build any of your business goals so using a smart framework which is specific measurable attainable realistic and time bound and if you can do that it gives you a yardstick to to measure that success it's it's really important that you can measure you know that progression across that skills gap I'm Andy Jones and welcome to the Hospitality Leadership Podcast where it is my mission to help simplify leadership in hospitality Join me as I explore insights and concepts to help you excel in the fast-paced world of hospitality leadership from the latest industry trends to the best practices for managing teams, driving growth and making life much easier for you. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is a must-listen for anyone looking to take their hospitality leadership skills to the next level, whether new to the leadership or seasoned pro. We break things down into simple step-by-step strategies that are actionable and help you lead your people and business with purpose. We help hospitality leaders like you balance the demands of their guests, their staff, and their bottom line. Listen in as industry experts and successful leaders uncover their knowledge, experience, and strategies they have used for success and gain insights to lead with excellence in the hospitality industry. Let's get started. So welcome back to another episode of the Hospitality Leadership Podcast and today I'm going to be talking about reverse mentoring. Now this is something that you can do as a leader to really open up another perspective on what you do or you know the organization in general and really it all feeds into this self-awareness that we talk about so often and is so important when it comes to leading your people. You need to be self-aware Through any means, we could do 360 feedback, you could do journaling to try and and build up a picture of what you do. And this is just another tool for you to open your eyes and see what impact you're having on your business, but also an opportunity to learn. So we're going to get into this episode after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Running a hospitality business is hard enough, and the last thing you need is to worry about staffing problems from one day to the next. Have you ever found yourself frantically trying to find cover when an employee calls and lets you down? What have I told you there's a solution to this very problem? With Rotocloud, the people management platform, you can make managing your staff a breeze. With 24-7 access to the rota for both managers and staff, they can easily notify you of any problems with their upcoming shifts and you can even set up so the employees can arrange their own cover. Say goodbye to the headaches of staffing problems and hello to the ease of Rotocloud. Start your free 30-day trial today and get your shifts together with Rotocloud. So we're going to get into, first and foremost, what is reverse mentoring or coaching. We can do that. Um, But I always suggest that reverse mentoring is better than coaching, purely because unless the mentor, which is in this case a junior member of staff, unless they've got really well-developed coaching skills, then it it's not always effective to go through the coaching route as it is for the mentoring. Now, what this is, is it's all about you 
as a leader, partnering with someone who is junior to you in the organization. Now, that could be someone in your leadership team, but it could also be someone who is on the floor. So if you have multiple restaurants, it could be with the manager. It could be with a you know, a very junior member of staff, uh, of your wait staff, for example, or your kitchen porter. And there's a lot of value in working that closely with those people. But really, this is about you opening up your perspective and how you're seen by your team, your people in your organization on a day-to-day basis. What impact is your presence or lack of it having on people within your organization and the reason why you need to have this you need to implement this is it's just it gives you that perspective that you may not be aware of especially if you are you know in head office and you're able to you know interact with your leadership team but you're not getting that impact from directly from you know junior members of staff people who are out there operating under your vision and your direction so it's really really valuable and it can really open your eyes to how you know what you need to do differently now one thing i will say is there are not so much drawbacks but there are barriers to get over first and foremost when you are you know as a if say for example if you're a ceo or i don't know what some other senior leader for you to approach, say, a a member of your wait staff, it can be a little bit intimidating for those people. So that's the first barrier to get over. You need to have the right culture or find the right person to do this. And you have to be open minded. You can't take the approach that, you know, younger mentors don't have enough knowledge or experience to give you the feedback because the truth is very often they do and a lot of you know certainly for me as a as a coach and I know the value that coaching pure coaching can have in the long-term development of leaders and the ability for them to act more independently or feel like they can act more independently of their own thoughts and barriers you can still even get this benefit from someone who is brand new to your organization i know we had uh, when i was working in a corporate environment is these were the people you know junior members of staff that were coming without any preconceived ideas they were the ones that were coming in and were able to give us that perspective they were able to challenge why we did something why you know and a lot of the times it exposed the, well, because we've always done it this way, which is never a great position to be in. And it, it made us self, more self-aware of what we were doing in in our team that isn't necessarily as productive or logical as we may think. So there is huge value in this. And you have to just, you or your leaders, your, your members of your leadership team, whoever is doing this as a, as a mentee, they need to be able to control their ego enough to be able to, you know, receive the information that is is given to them uh, or taught to them by by junior members of staff. And another area, just very quickly, where this is really valuable is learning of new technology. So, for example, if you're trying to implement a strategy around TikTok, 
and you don't necessarily have the in-house knowledge, certainly in your in your leadership team, to be able to get your head around, or even at a store or an individual location level, you can have this reverse mentorship relationship with a junior member staff that may be more up to speed with what what we need to do as an organization with TikTok, for example. So there's there's loads of power and value in engaging in a reverse mentoring relationship. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Road to Cloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. Used by more than 4,000 businesses, Road to Cloud saves managers time spent on admin, helps businesses save on labor costs, and makes life easier for your staff. Try it for free for 30 days by visiting thecafehustle.com forward slash Road to Cloud. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast by Cafe Hustle Hospitality is also supported by Espressly. Espressly is the solution you need for a mobile ordering app. With customers expecting access to businesses everywhere, a mobile app is crucial. Espressly offers you a branded app that seamlessly integrates with other brands, including Square. Give your customers and staff a high-quality mobile ordering experience like bid budget operators and chains. Don't miss out. Visit thecafehustle.com forward slash Espressly to see what's possible. So how would you set up or go about setting up a reverse mentorship program in your business? So the first thing you really want to do is to identify people who would fit as great mentors. You know, it's not going to be for everyone. Not everyone will want to do it, but you need to show that it isn't about trying to trying to find them out. And this really does depend a lot on the culture you've developed and been intentional about developing. If you haven't got a culture where people feel safe to be able to talk, then there's going to be a lot of work to be done on that first and foremost. And again, if that's something that really I focus on when I'm working with people is about how they can be really intentional about their culture and to, you know, set it up in a way that is psychologically safe for your workers and allows them to and they know that they're able to speak their mind without the risk of being reprimanded or you know fired or whatever the whatever people do you know when when they speak about things that aren't necessarily as leadership or management are you know it's not the same page but anyway that's by the by so you need to find someone that you've got great chemistry with or is the potential of great chemistry and it's it's all about exploring those people that may be open to it and who are able to communicate the 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 points really succinctly and after that it's it's all about once you've found someone to to mentor you as a leader you need to set the goals and the expectations you can't be in a position where you are going into this and it's just sat down and a chat between the two of you you need to sit down and discuss before you even start any of your of your mentorship sessions have one session which is all about how what it is you want to achieve by the end of it what the outcome should be from your point of view as a mentor, whether that is, you know, learning about particular areas of the business or, you know, getting a handle on your leadership style and the impact that can have on your your workforce. And really, once you do get into the, the position of actually starting the sessions, 
one session a week, maybe 30, 45 minutes. I, I would always recommend going for 45 minutes because it allows you to get into, you get into a conversation and really dive into what it is you're exploring in that session. And you as a, as a mentee need to know what you what your gaps in your knowledge are. So again, it's that analysis of where you want to be from where you are. And if you don't know that, you don't know what that knowledge gap is, you're going to struggle. So make sure you know that as well. Have your have an ability to identify what it is you don't know or the areas you don't know to be able to tease that out of, of the reverse mentoring relationship. You have to be mindful as well when you're creating your your goals and your outcomes, in particular with your goals, is that you need to build those in the same framework you would build any of your business goals. So using a smart framework, which is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And if you can do that, it gives you a yardstick to to measure that success. It's It's really important that you can measure, you know, that progression across that skills gap you can't rely on the fact that you go through say I don't know maybe four sessions of reverse mentoring with someone and that at the end of it you've got no way of tracking whether that was as as worthy or of of your time certainly as a leader you need to make sure that you're getting the best from your time so make sure you can set up those goals as smart goals just so you can keep on top of your measurements so you know that you're making progress now one example where you could really use this is if you could find someone who is a generation z or generation z employee to give you more of an insight on what that generation is looking for and we talk a lot about retention of our teams particularly in hospitality where we're talking about a hundred percent plus turnover rates in our businesses we need to be really really on top of how we retain our people so we need to create a people strategy a retention strategy which we've spoken a lot about very recently on the podcast but as part of that for your your as part of your mentoring sessions you could be looking at what it is these people want from the organization what your younger generations really are looking for as you know a longer term career in hospitality it's something that we do not do enough of is to actively look to retain our people through a people strategy and and give them those progression options give them those personal and professional development uh, opportunities and the personal element is really key because we want to to marry up who this person is and their work life so if we can, as a business, support their personal goals as well as their professional ones, then we're creating that connection to our people. And as I, you know, you will know if you're a regular listener to the podcast, if you put your people first, and I've had experience of this, I've seen it in action. If you put your people first, the profits follow it. And as much as, yes, if you haven't done it so far, it's a leap of faith, you have to trust in that pro process. Again, at the end of the day, our business is the experience that our guests have. And a big part of that is their interaction with our people or the products that our people create. So if we can invest in our people, they will reciprocate that and, you know, create or 
put more of an effort back into serving your customers, creating that experience, and ultimately driving repeat customers. So I hope this is something that you may consider, this reverse mentoring. Like I say, it takes a little bit of getting set up. You have to find the right people, setting the boundaries, the outcomes, and the goals. But once you do that, it can be really insightful for anyone who is a senior leader, especially if you're removed from the operation of your your locations in particular. It can really give you a much, much clearer insight on what is happening uh, on the floor of your location. So anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this this podcast. And again, if you are in if you want help with developing that people strategy, it's something that we at Cafe Hustle Hospitality really are are really driving towards is creating people strategies, in particular the retention element of those people strategies. Because we can't, as an industry, afford to keep losing people as, you know, as there's only a finite amount of people coming back to us. You know, the supply of labor isn't great. So we need to make sure we're doing everything we can to keep hold of those people that have decided to be part of our journey. Anyway, until our next episode, thank you so much for joining me again. Oh, if you are interested in working with me, drop me an email at andy at thecafehustle.com and we can set up a discovery call, a strategy session to really just understand what it is you need from me as a coach and an advisor and also whether we're a right fit to work together. So that's Andy at thecafehustle.com. So anyway, thanks again. And I'll look forward to welcoming you back on our next episode. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Road to Cloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. You can plan and share rotors, record annual leave, generate payroll reports, and more anytime anywhere. Start your 30-day free trial today by heading over to thecafehustle.com forward slash road to cloud.